Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 16th of December, 2022. First of all, happy 16th birthday to my son. I can't believe he's 16. Insane. Loves hockey, and that's a great thing. We also love wins, and the Flyers got one last night. What a performance by the goaltender, Carter Hart. How about a 980 save percentage for the game? 48 saves on 49 shots. That ties a career high. The Flyers get outshot in the game 49-24. to Somehow they come away with a 2-1 win. We've said it so often. The NHL is a race to four goals. Well, Flyers very rarely get to four. They actually got to four against Arizona and lost. Not 5-4 in overtime. They're a team that is not going to score a lot right at the bottom of the NHL in goals per game. So the way you're going to have to win games is exactly like last night, where your goaltender is otherworldly, and Carter Hart was exactly that. Unbelievable performance. It's not only the fact that he made 48 saves on 49 shots. To me, it's the quality of the opportunities. There was a, a breakaway where he made a great glove save, several odd man rushes where he made great saves, fought through traffic. The only goal that he gave up in the first period to Jack Hughes is one where Hughes on the power play danced a couple of flyer players where they gave up the inside of the ice. Ivan Provorov got a little too far to the outside, and Hughes is able to kind of dangle through those three guys who are all kind of caught looking at the puck and not the logo of the jersey to ride Hughes out. And he gets in basically all alone with Hart, and he also has an option to his left. So... That's the only one that he gives up in the game. Perfect shot from Jack Hughes as well, who's been on fire, nine goals in his last 10 games. And the Flyers, they battle back. They get the game tied in the second period with a power play goal of their own when Scott Lawton takes matters into his own hands a bit here, winning the faceoff. Because prior to that, they had a four-minute power play, a five-on-three. They had such a difficult time on zone entries on the power play to get in the zone, get it deep enough, and get set up into your into your power play. So you have an offensive zone draw on the power play. Lawton wins it. First part of the power play, that box is checked. You've got possession in the offensive zone, and you can get set up. Lawton wins it over. Cates tips it back to Travis Sanheim, mm-hmm. who then kind of backs up. A, this is power play, too, because PP1 did not look good before that. Travis Sanheim's kind of backing up across the blue line, shifting the weak side of the ice to the strong side. So the Flyers looking at the goal. He's moving to the left. And when he does that, Joel Farabee comes across the front, the top, and kind of pushes more of the coverage of the Devils to that left side. And that leaves Scott Lawton wide open. A little bit of redundant coverage in front on Noah Cates. Two defenders there, leaving Lawton wide open. He wires the one-timer, and he's got... Kind of a triple screen. The two Devils players and Noah Cates. Goaltender never sees it. You can tell by the way he goes down, elbows in, glove right on top of his pad, blocker right on top of his pad. He's just hoping it hits him, and it doesn't. Goes in, Lawton picks up his fifth goal of the year. Cates and Sanheim pick up the assist 1-1. Head into the third period. How many times have we gone into third periods, down a goal or tied, and won games? The Flyers have not been a team that closes out games. But in this third period... At 11.46, egregious error by the Devils. Sends Konechny in about a step and a half on the closest Devils player, and he opts to shoot the puck with that right-handed shot, and he absolutely just fools the Devils goaltender, 
Oh, I think he thought he was going high glove. Konechny kind of leans down to dip the shoulder, leaning on his stick a little bit, and that's given the goalie an indication that he's probably coming up high, but he actually goes low blocker. And you see uh, Vitek Vanacek go into a kind of bizarre-looking save selection where the right leg goes down, and he's trying to fight the laws of inertia as he was coming up with the glove and going down with the blocker. Doesn't work. Konechny beats him clean, and the Flyers go up 2-1. to one. Carter Hart makes several more great saves in the game, and the Flyers come away with a win. They actually win the faceoff battle, too, in the game, 30-27. to 27. They out-hit the Devils 19-11, to 11, and uh, again, they got outshot 49-24. to 24. This game of hockey is so weird because they played the Devils a couple weeks ago, that 3-2 loss where Jack Hughes had that game-winning goal coming off the half wall. They outshot the Devils in that game 33-18. to 18. Devils, one of the highest shot volume teams in the NHL. You hold that team to 18 shots, you lose 3-2. to two. This game, you get outshot 49-24, and you win 2-1. to one. Hockey's a weird game sometimes. And the ultimate equalizer, the ultimate leveling of the playing field is that guy with the big pads on and the cool-looking mask that makes athletic saves and huge saves and takes away surefire goals. And that's what Carter Hart did. He's unbelievable in the game. When you look inside Carter Hart's season, he's played in 23 games so far this season. He has had above a 930 save percentage in-game on a ton of occasions. First game of the year, 946 against the Devils. Second game of the year, 933. Third game of the year, 947. Fourth game of the year, 969. Fifth game of the year, 941. So that's what, five games right there. Then he had an 895. And then his sixth over 930 save percentage was his seventh game of the year, 972, and then a 971. Then he had, he was in the 800s for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Then he bounced back with that Islander win, the 3 1 win with a 958, then an 852, 833, a 906 against Colorado, that win 5 3, and then a 920 against Washington, and that was a loss. Then he had the 941 against Vegas. That was an overtime loss, an 828 against Arizona, and a 980 save percentage tonight against the New Jersey Devils. He has been sensational this season, and it's not easy. I think it's really difficult for a goaltender to play behind a team only scores two, maybe three goals average a game. That's a ton more pressure. You cannot let in a laugher and have your team outscore your mistake. A lot of pressure on his shoulders right now and he's handling it beautifully. Subplot to this game, and the aftermath could become the main plot coming up today. Who knows? Flyers will not practice today. It is an off day after coming back from the road trip. They'll be back tomorrow night against the New York Rangers. But Kevin Hayes in the game only played he played under 10 minutes in the game. He's the team's leading scorer, 30 points on the season. And in the game, Kevin Hayes only saw 9 minutes and 47 seconds of ice time on 15 shifts, 2 minutes and 36 seconds on the power play. Did not see a shift in the third period, the second time this season that he has sat an entire third period. Earlier in the year, it was that 3-0 loss against San Jose where he sat the entirety of the third period, alongside Travis Konechny on that occasion. Konechny picked up a lot of his minutes tonight. Konechny played the second most minutes of any forward, 22-33. Only Scott Lawton at 23-33 played more. And Konechny, obviously a big goal, but Kevin Hayes, not seeing the third period again. I'm sure John Tortorello didn't like the giveaway 
at the Devil's Blue Line in the second period. And Hayes is one of those guys with, he's got such great puck protection ability that sometimes your biggest asset can be your biggest enemy because you know that's a great element of your game as a player. And you've been great at shielding the puck and protecting the puck. And sometimes that may affect your decision in certain spots to think that you're going to be able to get away with that, and you don't, and it's a turnover in a bad spot. It led to a two-on-one the other way, which thankfully the Devils did not capitalize on. But in that situation, when he gets swarmed, got to chip that puck deep. You can't always think that you're going to get out of jail and be able to protect the puck when you're kind of swarmed on by multiple players like that. And Kevin Hayes sat for the third period. John Tortorella didn't want to comment on it after the game. So let's hear from the coach. He did comment on a lot of other things. Not going to apologize for bad goaltending. I know that. Not going to apologize for good goaltending. We know that. So here's the head coach after the win against the Devils. John, how, how good was Carter Hart for you? Really good. Best player on the team, would you say? Yes. Especially coming after the uh, the Arizona game where he probably you know didn't have the kind of game he wanted to have. Were you impressed to see him bounce back the way he did? Yeah, I, the, we all saw how good he was. I, I just liked his whole demeanor through the game, too. There was, uh, again, I'm not a goalie coach, but there wasn't a lot of extra movement. He looked calm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the better games I've seen him play. How much do you think he settled the team with them knowing that they could rely on him back there? Well, I'm not so sure our team was settled. Uh, you know, we, we played hard, did some crazy things at times, did some really good things. Uh, uh, but the goal, you know, that's that's it has to be our recipe when you play against a team like that, a high octane team. Last game of the road trip for us, coming back from out west, we knew we had some obstacles against us. We needed a, a play like that from our goaltender, and we got it. John, what went into the decision to not play Kevin Hayes in the third period? Oh, I'm not going to talk to you. It was my decision not to play him, but I'm not going to get too involved in that. Like speaking. We played in spurts. I mean, there were some struggles. Uh, I, I like the way, uh, we'll just go to the third period, the most important period. I like the way we played in our end zone. I thought we filled the middle uh, there. I don't. I didn't like our play in the neutral zone where they kept coming at us. But I thought we did some really good things as far as uh, stick on puck and uh, trying to control them as best we can. They, they had chances. They had a lot of chances. Uh, a really good offensive team, but I thought we just hung in there uh, bent a little bit, and uh, Carter gave us an opportunity to win a hockey game. No, this team has gone down one nothing in several of the games this season. What was the mood and the energy like on the benches? The team kind of stayed the course in early. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was important that we obviously scored the next goal. Uh, our first period, uh, you could tell we were. Uh, I think the travel got to us a little bit. We were just, and we talked about it before the game. We talked about it in between periods. And honestly, that that's what was against us tonight. But we had to work through it, and I, and I, you know, you get the next goal to tie it. I just think it gives you instant energy. Were we perfect after that? Absolutely not. But find a way, league. We found a way tonight. Travis Konechny didn't have a, a perfect game. He took that one no. penalty that he regretted. But is it still reassuring to have someone like him, where you know, when the chips are down, when he has an opportunity late, that he can finish and, and produce yeah. a guys a goal? Yeah, I mean, we we have problems scoring, right? And he he's he's been probably our. Uh, our best offensive guy all year long, so we're going to need that out of him. Uh, you know, I, I have just gotten to know him this year. I've watched him from afar, uh, but as I've coached him here, uh, 
he, he does, you know, he, he loses himself sometimes through his energy that he brings, but he's a reactive type player. And I think for most of the part, most of the time this year, uh, his type of play has really helped us and it helped us again tonight. Is there an element with that when you have a player like that? Because I'm sure you've dealt with not ex exactly the same player, but similar similar mentalities where you don't want to rein him in too much, even no. though you also don't want to have those mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I just want him to, I, I think all of us, all our players, need to manage games at times. And TK can't be running around and being reactive all through a game. And, you know, he. He's played in the league a long time, but he still has a lot to learn too, and is that part of it? And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for someone to calm us down sometimes. And sometimes he goes the other way in the way he plays. So uh, for all our players, as we go through the experiences, managing games were very important. Like Frosty was out there at the end, and he needed to get the puck out one time. He lifted it and went three feet. You know, he, it, was, it was a nervous play by him, but he had an opportunity to make a play. Didn't work this time. Hopefully, going through an experience, he gets a chance at another time he'll he'll succeed. So those are all the things we're going through as a team. Is a, is Noah Cates a guy who could potentially be that guy? He made the big deflection to set up Konechny's goal. For me right now, he is that guy. Uh, I, I thought he was our best player in the first period, where we really had a, a lot of players nowhere to be found. And and I'm not saying they were lazy. It was just we were just in the fog a little bit. And they've lost two or three, and they came out hard. And the combination, I thought Katesy was the one that kind of settled us down and tried to lead the way. Uh, so yeah, so he, he, he's just an impressive guy for, and I've stuck him in the middle of the ice that he's never played before. And uh, I think he's just handled himself so well. There he is, John Tortorella addressing the media after the Flyers 2-1 win over the New Jersey Devils. Flyers end up with four points of a possible eight on the four game road trip. And they'll return to Wells Fargo Center coming up on Saturday night to take on a piping hot New York Ranger team. They've won five straight games, and the Rangers will be in town tomorrow to be at the Wells Fargo. I think it's the first time we're going to see the Rangers this year in Philadelphia. We saw them at the Garden earlier uh, this season when the Flyers played there back on November 1st. It was a one nothing Ranger win in that game. Igor Shosturkin got the shutout. Overtime winner uh, was the only thing that prevented Hart from getting the goose egg as well. In their five-game win streak, they beat St. Louis 6-4 to at home. They beat Vegas 5-1 to on the road. They beat the Colorado Avalanche 2-1 to in a shootout on the road. And they came back home, and they beat the New Jersey Devils in overtime. And uh, last night, they beat the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Garden 3-1. to So it's the Flyers and the Rangers at Wells Fargo coming up tomorrow night. We'll preview that game coming up tomorrow. But everybody, enjoy this win. Good win for the Flyers. Great goaltending performance out of Carter Hart. And we'll take it. Move on to the Rangers tomorrow. We'll preview that game. So join us tomorrow on a Saturday edition of Flyers Daily.